You are now tuned into the Unstuck Podcast, helping creatives turn their side hustles into excellent businesses. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you are um, if you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. And um, if you're returning, welcome back. Um, I am your host, Demi Harper, and I am glad to be bringing you another episode. I took a, break, a bit of a break. Um, last week, I took a a break for a week because i just needed time to kind of recoup and to kind of like i don't want to give you something when i'm empty i'd rather give you something that gives you value rather than just talking to the mic and it not meaning anything to you um so last week i wouldn't have been able to give you something that i felt like you know that you guys would find useful to be honest so i decided to just take that that week off and now i'm back with something that is extremely relevant to people especially if you are a creative side hustler um it's going to be very 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 relevant to you before i move on to the topic of today go to the uh, whatever series that whatever platform that you're using um in most cases um apple podcasts and just give me a five star review if you like what you are listening to and also drop a review drop some comments on and let people know that you're enjoying it and make sure you share this podcast as well if you learned something from any of these episodes that um that i have um brought out don't keep it to yourself share with other people and say i learned a lot from this tell them why you learned from it and just share it like this is free content so why not share it anyway today's topic on to today's topic it's a topic that i'm very very passionate about and it is about the cost of creativity um doing what i've been doing for as long as i've been doing it money has always been a big thing like one of the most important things ever i don't do what i do for money but money is a result of what i do and um a lot of creatives find it really hard to find out the cost of creativity and a lot of people that are looking for creative help find it hard to know what the cost of creativity is so hopefully by the end of this episode you will be able to have a better idea of what that is for your business and for you as a creative so to start with what are why am i talking about pricing creativity well there's several reasons but one of the main reasons is that creativity is quite often undervalued um even though people need us as creatives they tend to undervalue us they tend to be like okay you're, you're only just drawing or you're only pushing the button to take pictures and all that kind of stuff they really really undervalue what we do therefore they it just doesn't like they always people tend to lowball us when it comes to their budget or people just don't prepare a large enough budget to actually do get the creative work done if you're someone that paints for example you want to be a painter an artist for for a living um it's hard to do that because society tends to not value creativity the way it should but values other things that are that that society thinks is acceptable pretty much so creativity has always been that sort of been in that kind of um situation um and it's kind i don't blame people because it's hard to measure the value of creativity sometimes because it can be subjective again going back to an artist some people will look at one painting and think okay that's just a splodge of paint on a canvas and um some other people will look at it and be like i will pay thousands for that painting you see what i mean so like it can be subjective but there are many many cases 
when it is not subjective and this is something that i have learned in my years of experience as a designer so from my personal personal experience whew, okay so i've been doing freelance design for a long time like on the side sometimes there's time i did it full time right now it's not full time um i do right right now it is full like i don't freelance full time but um i do work on the side mainly strategy but sometimes i do like ad hoc design work and um i've had to learn how to value myself um I, there are times where i've actually charged i've given people a steal like they, i've given them a steal like a, a huge a great bargain and i've regretted it almost every time i've undercut myself as a designer i have re regretted undercutting myself and the month the, the discount or whatever i've given someone has never been worth the stress the time i was building a website for someone i was like it gave me so much anxiety and stress that i was just like why am i doing this project it is ridiculous um there are times where i've done something as simple as a flyer um you know and i've said i uh a price that's actually quite low for the fly flyer but the person just wanted to pay like 10 pounds or 15 pounds and i was just like that's ridiculous funny story i don't know if i've mentioned this before because i have spoken about the cost of creativity before um but this is like a some, an updated version but you can go back to that previous episode to, to hear some stuff but one of the th my experiences i have plenty of experiences i'm going to give you a couple of them uh, my one of my personal experiences is that um, i was doing some work for <laughs> quite funny funnily enough uh, a couple and they were they were pastors preachers and you and i was thinking okay these guys are you know people of uh <laughs> of uh you know good standing um reputable they have reputation to uphold and you know good character and all that kind of stuff as someone who's a christian myself like you know i was like okay um there's sort of kind of trust there but this was at the point when i was just like okay i need to start increasing my prices a lot because i'm not doing 15 pound flyers anymore so um this was many years ago um and I, they said okay how much is uh how much is a flyer we have an event coming up and we need some flyers done um and i said i think i said around i said a flyer costs 60 pounds and they looked at me and they kind of laughed and i was like and i wasn't really i wasn't laughing and they said oh okay why not like our budget is 15 pounds and i said i can't do a flyer for 15 pounds that's not my price it's not worth my time like that's too cheap for a flyer i i'm not going to be gaining anything out of it because of the amount of work i'm going to be putting into this flyer 60 pounds is actually a very good deal for you and then they kind of kept laughing they were, they were a married couple and they laughed again and then they were still writing their notes and they said okay demi's gonna do this for 15 pounds and i said i'm not gonna do it for 15 pounds <laughs> like i wasn't laughing throughout that whole meeting and then what happened was um um what happened to me was i said okay what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start designing my first mistake i said i'm gonna start designing and i will send you watermarked versions of the flyers so i was thinking okay if i put a watermark on my flyer then they wouldn't run away with it like you know if they put it out there's going to be a massive logo on the front of it and uh there we go and uh <laughs> i really have to take that l so basically i sent them the first draft of the flyer so okay this is what your flyer would could look like but if you want me to carry on if you want me to remove the watermark and whatever it is give me the, the deposit and because i always get a 50 percent deposit at the beginning and i collect the remainder of the deposit at the end so i should title this thing that all the ways i've lost money anyway um so uh 
sent it to them, did not get a response from them, or they said something along the lines, okay, we'll get back to you. So I was waiting for them to get back to me. They never got back to me. And then I go on LinkedIn, and what do I see? They have started promoting their event using the flyer that I sent them that has a massive watermark on it. I was shocked and I was just like, I can't even remember if I got in touch with them or not, but I was just like, these guys are thieves. You're saying that you're Christian. You're saying that you're pastors, that you're preachers and you're talking about the word of God. You're you're quoting scripture to me, but you're going to steal my work and start promoting it without paying me. So I was just like, wow, okay. So that took that L. Right. So I had another thing. (laughs) There is another time where I um, was, I did the whole, I did, um, branding and uh, uh brand identity and a website for someone and i was working with uh, my brother who was developing websites at the time um i was working with him to build a website so i designed the website he built it and it was a good partnership you know and um again the i think the whole project was about again i undercut myself the whole project was about 700 pounds or something along those lines um and um wow it sounds weird saying that now um <laughs> So I did their, um, they had a logo already, but I did their business cards and their, um, basically their corporate identity with like compliments, slips, letterhead and all that kind of stuff. And I designed and built their website for them. And um, so they had, they said they wanted to pay it in installments. So I said, okay, you can pay it in like, I think three installments, I you said, we agreed on. So they paid the first deposit, I got to work. They paid the second deposit, got to work, you know, um, so we finished the website, we finished everything, yeah? And it was already live on the, I said, okay, I'm gonna put it live, but I trust you to pay me the last deposit, yeah? So the website is live and I said, okay. I send them the invoice. I said, I would, I'm gonna need the last deposit. They're like, okay, cool. Didn't get it paid. And meanwhile, I need to pay my brother for building the website. So I chased them up again. I said, okay, guys, You've re- and I'm writing these emails very, very like, I'm re- being very like professional in these emails. I'm not being angry or anything. So I chase them up and I'm like, cool. Please look at my invoice and pay for this deposit. Cause I, we need, I need, I have de- developers I need to pay. Right. Um, cool. Didn't get a response. Chase them up again. I must've chased them up three or four times and it took ages. It was like a couple of months before they paid me. So what I said, I said this. All right, it seems that you're actually ignoring me. So what I'm going to do, I will take the site off your server and you're not going to have a website until you pay me what you owe me. And guess when they paid me? Immediately. They immediately paid me when I threatened them. And um <laughs> and I'll just like and then they sent uh they sent a text message back to me saying oh you're being very rude I, I, you don't need to threaten me you don't need to threaten me to th- take off the website blah 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 and i was just like how can you send me a uh, angry text after you've been take you're basically stealing from me so i was just like okay thanks for paying me <laughs> i left it as that um and i just cut ties with them because like i was just like i do not want to have a relationship with you a prof- this is not a professional relationship because it doesn't make sense that you pay the first two installments for the last one you just kept ignoring me. You wanted to steal from me. So this is these are a couple. I, I could give you way more. There's a time I lost like two thousand um, pounds, and that taught me a big lesson. Yeah, that do not let anybody, don't let anybody undervalue you as a creative. Don't ever. It's like you decide how much your 
the creativity is worth. Again, I'll say it again. You decide how much your creativity is worth. If you value yourself, you should find clients that value your creativity. Your clients don't give you the value. You bring the value to the clients, right? That is why you cannot afford to undervalue the work that you're doing. Because if you undervalue the work that you're doing, you are sending a message that you are worthless and that you are cheap. Not affordable, but you are cheap and you are going to get cheap business. You do not want cheap business. You want business that lets you grow and builds your confidence and increases your value. You do not want work that cheap work that you don't want cheap clients. You don't. Honestly, you don't. And that's also a lesson for you who's, if you're listening to this and you are looking for the, um, a designer or a videographer or someone that is that works with social media, anybody that's creative, do not undervalue them because at the end of the day, you can't do what they're doing. So there's enough value there for you to pay them what they are worth. This is my rant. <laughs> but I am going to go into more details about what i'm talking about but like i just wanted to give you guys a real scenario that i have experienced a couple of real scenarios that i've experienced that you know that taught me a big lesson i also taught me you know what make sure your contract is on point um if you look at my some one of my previous episodes one of my old episodes i actually have an episode based entirely on how to have a creative contract go back to after listening to this episode Go back and listen Listen to it. I think it's called Introduction to Creative Contracts along those lines. Go back to that previous episode because it will probably save you a lot of money and a lot of hassle. Because the fact is, if you have a contract, before any project starts, you must get a deposit and they must sign a contract. If they sign a contract, it means that you have a legally binding document for them to follow. Right? And you have the way you can say you signed a contract. You have to follow up. You see what I mean? But even if they don't sign a contract, you have create, you have um create the work that you do is yours. It's by law, you have um by law, what's the word? <laughs> they taught me this in uni. <laughs> but the work belongs to you. Legally, the work belongs to you, unless they buy it off you. The work belongs to you. You have creative license, unless they pay you. So you already have enough standing to be like, I created this is my work and you haven't paid me for it. Why are you using it? So if you're listening to this and you, you're, you're thinking of stealing someone's creative work and not paying for them, you can get in a lot of trouble by law. So do not steal creative work. Okay, so enough about me. How do you actually price creativity? There's a couple of things that I like to talk about and there's value-based pricing and there's time-based pricing. So value-based pricing is basically what, um, what I just kind of touched on is that you price something based off the value of the work and the value determined the value is dependent on things such as your skill level um and what you can deliver and um it's also based on what the client needs and what the value is going to be for them so if for example a um if for example a new clothing line that has no reputation zero reputation no clients no they haven't even launched their products yet if they come to me for a logo i will price them differently to let's say if um if nike was coming to me to design a logo for a new brand because the value that they're going to get is different because 
it outpriced um, the mom and pop, the side hustle kind of this really small business differently to what outpriced um, the project for Nike because the value that they gain is different. The little business is only, they don't have any eyes on them. They do not have any reputation. We don't know how much, how successful the business is even going to be. Whereas if it's for a well already established company, no matter what the creativity, creative work they're doing is, that company is going to get charged more because the value of the work is worth lots more. And that's how we equate it because there's a lot of eyes on that company. You already have, you already know that they have lots of money. You already know that they, um, that they have a reputation, that um, they're already successful. It is going, the work is going to be seen by the entire world so you the value is more you see what i mean but also now there's time-based pricing which is what people t tend to use which is you get you price you the cost of the creative work being done is dependent on the time spent so it could be like 30 pounds an hour 40 pounds an hour 50 pounds an hour or you could do daily pricing as well um that's essentially what it is that's there's not much difference nothing different and it can be different levels so someone that's just starting out will obviously be a lot cheaper than someone that has experience so if someone has experience their day rate might be like 500 pounds a day for example if they're a freelancer whereas if they're just starting out it might just be 150 pounds a day you, you see what i mean um so time-based pricing and value-based pricing are the two main areas that i tend to cover now there is my in my opinion time-based pricing sucks <laughs> stop the solution to if you are what i'm going to touch on is basically i'm going to touch on some give advice to you as a creative and i'm going to give advice to you as someone who's looking for a creative right but first off i'm going to talk to the creatives so what i'm saying is time-based pricing sucks i hate it it's just it just it does it's not enough it's really not enough that's um and i'm going to explain why but before i explain listen to this short clip from the future where chris doe actually goes through a role play with someone about pricing time-based pricing and why you should stop charging hourly so you want to know my hourly rate so my hourly rates this times this so i have a question for your client why do you want to know my hourly rate I guess I want to know what I, where my $18,000 is going. Okay, so does that mean if I do work less hours, I should charge you less? Yeah. So if I go over those hours, I should charge you more? Sure. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying to me, you value this logo taking longer rather than shorter. So it means if I just tell you it took me four months to work on it, you will now owe me $36,000. If it's in my budget and if if I think you're worth it, but I would also ask why would it take that long to make that logo? I want to put a lot of effort into it. But I could hire somebody else who would charge me the same rate, but do it quicker. So you value time over money then? Sure, as a business okay. person, yeah. So here's the deal, I work really fast. I can come up with a logo, but I'm being punished for me being efficient and really good. You understand the logic doesn't work now? Sure. That's the problem. So clients can't have it both ways. They can't say, tell me how many hours, but you can't go over it. I can't put a cap on it. It has to have some symmetry to the logic. So if I work less, you want me to pay me less. 
So then there's a lot of analogies that you can draw now. Most business people value time. Sure. Remember the beginning of our talk? Time is the most important thing I have, that's it. So if I could do a logo for you right now and you love it in five minutes, are you saying it's worth less than 18 or is it worth more now? Because I saved you a lot of time. We can go to market right now. It's worth more. So charging by the hour punishes me for being good. Now I'll tell you what, you can hire four interns straight out of school, they'll charge a couple hundred bucks total, and you'll wait. And then you'll say it's not right, but you can't articulate to them and they don't know why. And you keep waiting, you keep revising, and what, are, what aren't you doing now? You're not running your business, Jung. Shouldn't you be focused on your business? So my job is this, Jung, I'm gonna give you an amazing logo that you're not gonna have to change for a long time. A mark that you're going to be proud of, that people are going to look at and clearly understand what it is that you do. That's worth $18,000. I will put the link to this video on the, in the description of this episode so you can listen to the whole thing. You can watch the whole thing. But it's, what Chris Doe is saying is that hourly pricing doesn't really work if you want to, be, uh, if you want to essentially get paid what, you, paid what you're worth. Um, it's because you should not be punished for being efficient. He says those words. Don't punish yourself for being efficient. Um, because the better you are and the more experience you have at something, it tends to be faster. It tend, you tend to do the work more efficiently, quicker, and at a better quality. So you can probably, if someone asks me to do a logo, I can design a very, very good logo in a very short amount of time compared to someone who designed an average logo and take longer to do it because they're gonna most likely they're gonna require more revisions or more time because I, not only do i have the experience i have almost i have almost 20 years experience designing logos um i know the software like the back of my hand i've been using the adobe suite for about 15 years now um i do this on a daily basis i design on a daily basis so everything factors into the quality of the work that i do and the time that i spend doing it and i'm going to be more efficient than someone who's just does it as a hobby so therefore i'm going to charge more because by that going by that information alone why would i undervalue myself and undercut myself and give you a logo for say 50 pounds like that's that does not make sense make any sense and it's not worth my time it's really not worth my time so you need to do, yes, time matters, but not as much as value. Value is what you should be going for first off. But if you are going to talk about time, yeah, if you are going to do time-based pricing, make sure that you are charging for the amount of time that you're actually doing. And whatever you estimate, let's say someone wants you to do, um, to record, um, edit, yeah, to record and edit a video for them. Double the amount of time that it's going to take because most of the time, from my experience, the time that I um, that I estimate that something's going to take, it takes double the amount of time. So if I say a logo is going to take 20 hours, right? It'll most likely take 40 because you never know how many revisions the client needs. Plus, you have to think about the research. You've got to think about the brainstorming you have to think about okay the context of that logo you have to think about 
all this kind of stuff and then you have to get a circle of clients feedback sometimes the client might change their mind about something you see what i mean so you need to be able to cover that this is why time-based pricing doesn't work because you're going to estimate that's going to take so much time and a you're not you're going to take much longer and b the client probably doesn't even have the budget for the amount of time it's going to take you so if you are actually going to charge by the amount of time that you're doing the client is actually going to pay lots more than if you charge based on value so check out that video it's a very very good video and all of his stuff are really cool um he talks about pricing quite a lot and he does a lot of um um role plays that's chris doe on the future um another thing that i do like to do um, when it comes to the cost of creativity is to talk about money up front um as a creative it can be scary talking about money because we're not used to talking about money but we need to talk about money up front because it gets rid of the massive elephant in the room a lot of conversations be like oh can you do a logo yeah 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 i can do a logo i'm always giving the logo as an example because i like doing logos but like i'm going to give another example oh you do websites yeah i do websites okay great let me see your work okay you send loads of um designs for that you've done in the past of websites oh, okay tell me a bit more let's talk on the phone you have a conversation on the phone all right cool and you've already built all this rapport with this person and then you spend a lot of time trying to warm them up and then they're like how much does it cost and then normally the conversation is like oh it depends what you need for the website okay great um I, what i'm gonna do is that i'll send you a questionnaire you fill it out okay the client's like cool you send the questionnaire they either don't fill it out or secondly they take ages to fill it out or they don't or they actually fill it out okay great you talk to them again have another conversation and you're like oh okay it's priced this much and then the, the client is like oh i don't have that budget you've wasted your time wasted your time <laughs> that is why you need to learn to put your money where your mouth is start talking about money from the get-go because it gets rid of the awkwardness of talking about it later if someone says i want you to do some creative work for me tell them okay what do you need done they'll tell you exactly what they need done and you say okay it costs between this amount and this amount it costs between 1000 pounds and 600 pounds for example i don't know what it is that you're doing but whatever um it costs use price bracketing you can you, you can say a range there's nothing wrong with saying a range of things you can say it costs between this um uh, um one figure and another figure and um again going back to the future chris doe says start with the highest number so if you are doing some creative work you say it costs between two thousand pounds and one thousand pounds for example so starting from the high number it's kind of psychologically it lets them know that they are actually getting a bargain because it's going to be between the high number and the low number and don't say anything after give them the price range and do not say anything let there be get comfortable in the silence do not let don't start giving excuses as to why you are pricing this much because sometimes we'll say oh um going back to a website i i make websites for two grand because of this because and no one's asked you to no one's actually asked you to explain why it's two grand all you need to do is say uh website's gonna cost two grand and just sit there wait for their response and most likely their response would be oh okay um because most of the time a client is going to want to bargain and they're going to want to you know quite right it's their ever it's their right they're not your enemy so they're going to want to get a good deal they're like ah oh, i don't know i didn't budget that much 
right um my budget and then you can actually ask them okay what is your budget and they might really lowball you like oh i only wanted to spend 800 pounds so you respond saying okay well unfortunately with all the work that gets done on the website 800 pounds isn't worth our time 800 pounds is not you cannot get the website that you need for for that low of a budget you might as well get a template like um but we can't we we're losing money by doing that because we do such good work we put a lot of time and effort into it that we can't do this for 800 pounds and to which they will respond saying they'll either say okay what what can we do or they'll say okay and they'll leave it remember you do not lose work that you never had so a lot of people a lot of us as creatives when a client comes we get excited a potential client we get excited and we're like oh amazing let's try and get this deal let's try and get this work but the problem is that desperation is kind of works against you because that desperation will make you charge really low for the work that you're doing and then you regret doing the work because you're not even making a profit i don't believe in doing necessarily to it's fine sometimes but i don't believe in doing work just for the sake of doing it you need to make a profit unless it's going to give you so much value that you actually do something really cheap um that's rare but sometimes it does happen but it's a rare occasion most of the time you're just lowballing yourself and you're going to regret it and you're going to hate the job that you're doing and you're not going to want to do it so learn to talk about money up front because it's really really it actually also helps to filter out the people that aren't your clients remember you are choosing the clients they're not choosing you you need to change your 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 frame of mind when it comes to doing creative work because it looks like we're desperate we're not desperate if we're good enough we will get the clients you need to be you need to show the willingness to walk away from a client because you need to show that you have value you need to show that you're the best at what you do therefore you are not going to take on really really cheap work because it's not worth your time you need to be it's better to be doing fewer of well high paying um projects than a lot of cheap projects because you do not have the capacity to keep doing cheap work it doesn't work you get tired you don't you might not have the resources resources or anything like that um it's better to do less high paying work that way you're not exhausted also the last thing about i'm going to say to you as a creative is that you need to specialize this is why you need to specialize because if you're the best at doing what you do you can charge more because you you have more value so if you're a photographer and you take pictures of um, animals specifically animals in motion or if you're a photographer and you take specifically sports pictures pictures of football um, people playing football or whatever it is or people that do or babies that do smash cakes you know those things that they smash the cake and uh, it's all cute oh my god he's so cute he's making a mess so uh, yeah there's people that specialize in that and you you can call them specifically for that but you're so good at the work that you can actually charge more that's another way to price your creativity that's another cost of creativity is the specialism that you have that goes into the cost of it so specialize be the best at what you do at that one thing and then capitalize off it so now I'm going to talk to the clients. I'm going to talk to you as someone who will be using a creative person in 
the future. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is why do you want this creative work done? Why do you want it? What's it going to do for you? Sometimes people come up to me and say, I want a logo. And a lot of the time I say, I'm not going to do the logo because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you've only thought of, um, it's only vanity. So you've, you have a business idea and your first thing you think is, oh my God, I need a logo. But you haven't done your business plan. You haven't done your brand strategy. You haven't done a marketing strategy. You don't know what value you're bringing to your community. You don't have a plan. You just want a logo because it's vanity. That's, a, that's all it is. It's just vanity. So what's a logo going to do for you? What's a website going to do for you? What's a advert going to do for you? If you haven't done your strategy. You just, you just, it's just vanity. It's all vanity. So please don't have vanity projects. Why do you want what you're doing? And I guarantee a lot of the time, if you value what you're doing and you've done the work behind it, you, you will be able to budget more. You will know to budget more. Um, if you, if what you, if you hold, if you're, um, you've done the strategy and what you have, what you have, you have a lot, there's a lot of value in it. You're going to pay for valuable work. You're not going to want to pay for cheap work. Some, a lot of people do anyway, and they say that, you know, their work is valuable, but I would argue that it's not as valuable as you think it is. Um, what is the real goal? You'd be surprised that what you actually need. So the creative work is what you want, but what you need is entirely something different. So the person that you are looking at, the professional that you're talking to will actually tell you what you need, not what you want. You need something, not it's about what you need, not what you want. And that's what you're paying for. So like if someone came up to me and asked for a logo, I'm not going to give them a logo. I'll give them what they need, which is strategy. And that's going to influence everything, including the logo and website and everything. Um, but you do have some choices, right? I'm not saying pay, pay the whole world in order to, you know, you don't need to go be out of pocket because you want creative work done. That's not what I am saying. I'm just saying you need to plan ahead and you need to budget, right? But you do have choices and there's three tiers. There's a low tier, medium tier, and a high tier, right? So I'll start from the lowest, the cheapest, which is to use a freelance website. A freelance website such as Fiverr and Upwork. Um, now, I have my own strong opinions about Fiverr and Upwork. If you listen to previous episodes, I speak very, very strongly about Fiverr. Um, mainly because i do not like their marketing i think is very very um dishonest um but it has its place so fiverr does have its place so if you are actually just starting out and you do not have a budget for a great logo you don't have a budget for a great flyer i would i would actually direct you to fiverr and say go on fiverr get something done quick just to get it out of your system right but my issue with this kind of thing is that you pay you pay for what you get um you get what you pay for so if you, if you pay for a 50 pound logo, you're going to get a 50 pounds worth of a logo. You're not going to get 2000 or several thousand pounds value logo. You're going to get a cheap logo. So um, if that's good enough for you, it's good enough for you. And that's whatever it is. One of my favorite books, The 4-Hour Workweek, the front cover was done on Fiverr and he was lucky. He was happy with it. And I just don't think the, I don't think the book cover is particularly great, but it worked for him and he was it's like, okay, cool. Um, but... Do not go on these freelance websites and expect to be getting, um, don't expect to be, to get high value work from them. I'm saying this very confidently because a lot of the time 
most of the time a lot of people are actually doing this as a hobby the creative work as a hobby and um you have to just make peace with the fact that most likely you are going to find someone i'm not saying they're not professional they are professional but the value of the work the quality of, of the work tends to be low because the price is low so it's your choice the second choice is to um also going on from that you might find a diamond in the rough right someone that does really really good work for really cheap um but it will take you a while you keep you're gonna keep going through different people that keep doing mediocre work until you find someone that's good and it's not worth the time um there's the medium tier which is to find a freelancer a freelancer if you search locally um videographers or um content um content planners or um what the creativity thing creativity thing is there event planners um find a local one and message them and talk to them again they might price cheap they might price expensive they might price kind of average but this is your other choice because you don't have the middleman you don't have the middleman like upwork and fiverr which are taking a cut the money is between you and the creative right so you can talk to them and the advantages of this is that you get to keep them so you can't with fiverr and upwork you're they tend in their clause you you actually have to do all the business through their website because they need the, they want to take the money from you it is actually against their rules to take someone off their website and to talk to them directly so if you find someone directly go to their website and contact them directly rather than going through fiverr in the long run you can actually, and if you like them you can actually keep in contact with them and cut out all the admin fees from the websites um this is what i would advise you to do someone like me i am not on i don't go on fiverr um you don't find me on fiverr you won't find me on people per hour even though i've used it before you won't find me on upwork because i don't i don't i want to cut out that middleman and the last one is the most expensive which is agency it tends to be the most expensive agency fees they have an entire team of people that will work on the agency a design agency or creative agency will work or have the teams that you need to deliver what you what you need and most big companies actually go the agency route where um because they have the budget for it but if you are just starting out by yourself most likely you wouldn't be able to go for an agency because you don't have the budget the budget tends to be much higher in the thousands of pounds if you go for an agency um if you if you go to an agency for creative work so um the lowest is to go on fiverr or a similar website medium is to find someone like me or someone um from the internet not saying that they're going to be amazing just because they're not on fiverr you can find someone just as bad <laughs> just by doing a google search but you need to find look at their testimonials and everything and then you can find someone from an agency you can go on a, an agency and say this is the work i need done um which is tends to be the most expensive um but generally the rule of thumb is that in life you tend to get what you pay for and that goes the same for creative work you tend to get what you pay for so if you only have a budget of 100 pounds for creative work you are please don't expect to get the best work ever like the person might have an amazing work ethic i'm not saying they won't but they they will most likely give you 100 pound work but if you budget again if let me go back to i love using the logo as an example but if you go if you want a logo done and you say i want 100 pounds to spend 100 pounds on the logo that person i hope to god that that person is not spending 
200 hours on this logo um and i hope to god that they don't they don't give you uh, unlimited revisions because that is that is just that doesn't even feel right to say like i wouldn't feel right paying someone 100 pounds to be doing to be basically just taking advantage of them i i i I wouldn't be able to do that knowing what i know anyway but sometimes people aren't the wiser they think that a logo costs 100 pounds but a logo doesn't cost 100 pounds if it's if it's a great logo um what my advice to you is to budget higher whatever budget you have for what the creative work you're doing double it at least double it because you will be surprised how much it actually costs to get this stuff done it's not just someone drawing a picture it's not just someone making a dish it's not just someone um recording something and pressing a button they have the knowledge and the experience so you need to budget for that knowledge and experience because they're going to be more efficient um so you get what you pay for at the end of the day which is why i why i say if you're just starting out and you don't really care about the quality of something just go on fiverr but if you do care about the quality of something go on go talk to someone directly talk to someone directly look at their portfolio and look at their testimony you know and compare it with the best work that's out there and you'll be able to see a clear difference you see what i mean um (laughs) anyway um i think that's it that's the end of my rant (laughs) so yeah i don't know you might disagree i will i'd like to know what you guys think use the hashtag unstuck podcast and let me know what your experience has been with using for example freelance websites or if you're creative what is the hardest thing about pricing yourself what is the hardest thing about working out the cost of your creativity um i know this episode was a bit of a rant but you know i felt like this is really really important something really really important especially if you're doing creativity as a side hustle you need to make a profit and eventually if you if this is your goal to eventually move it into full time you cannot you have to get the cost of creativity right because you're not going to grow your time you are trying to grow you know even if you're doing it as a side hustle you still need to make a profit so like i'm sorry you need to do i'm not even sorry you need to, do, to increase your prices that's all i'm saying so um, yeah use the hashtag or stuff podcast and let me know what you think share this with a friend if it has helped you let me know if you are listening to this to this podcast let me know as well so i can say hi um and yeah follow me on instagram underscore demi harper and on twitter using the same username and i will speak to you next week with another practical episode uh thanks for listening bye